Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to talk about the Circle Vision 360 show that exists over at the Canada Pavilion in Epcot. Now, as I talked about in a previous podcast, I've put in put a lot of information out there about Circle Vision 360, how it works, the history of it, and so forth. I'll put a link to it in my show notes page. And of course, I talk about the Canada show specifically. I played the audio from the original show that they had at the, uh, at the, the pavilion. And then I also have the uh, audio from the show that uh, was revised and put in there. Now, the original show, for historical context was sort of a whimsical American-centric view of Canada, sort of this thing about Canada being freezing cold and, you know, just sort of being a little bit um, tongue-in-cheek sarcastic about Canada and taking the uh, totally American viewpoint of Canada. And then when they revisited it some years later, Martin Short did the, um, the voiceover and he was talking about, hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's just the American view of it. No, let's talk about the real Canada. And he had a different view of it. And it was actually a pretty good show. The original one was kind of silly in a way. The second one was pretty good. Now, in December, Disney announced that they wanted to change the show again. But we didn't know what it was going to look like or who was going to narrate it. So they released the show, uh, opened it up about a week or so ago. And uh, now we've seen it. And it's called Canada Far and Wide. And I have to say that having seen it, it's a little bit more like brochureware. It's a, it's a nice view of Canada from sort of a uh, travel guide sort of uh, way. But it's not all that interesting or compelling, and they don't tell a great story, but that's okay. It's still pretty good. Now, as far as your hosts, what they decided to do was talk to Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Now, these are two people who worked for the Second City. They started uh, with the Second City in uh, the early 1970s. The second city in Chicago is famous for having brought together a large number of uh, comic talents, the comedic talents. Pretty much everybody that was in the original run of Saturday Night Live came out of there. Martin Short came out of there. And a number of other people came out of that, that troupe. It's a, an improv group that, uh, that's in the second city in Chicago. And their history is legendary. They had a lot of interesting things they did. But O'Hara and Levy both are Canadian. And uh, they moved to Chicago to uh, start their careers as comedians. And along with four other people, they started a show, a, a, network syndi- a network syndicated show. Actually, I think it was on PBS originally, and then it went to network syndication. That was called SCTV, Second City Television. There were six people who loved to watch television, but they didn't like what they saw. So they decided to do something about it. with determination and a strong will to change the course of television, they wrote their own shows, classy shows, but they knew that wasn't enough. 
they had to sell them. Letting nothing stand in their way, they went straight to the networks. But the networks just weren't ready for them. Not NBC. Not CBS. Not even ABC. But did that stop them? No. They built their own network, SCTV. And they liked what they saw. But they weren't the only people watching. Yes, SCTV was on the air. This is SCTV Channel 109 in Mellonville Cable 6. The people that were in that show with them included John Candy, who you probably are familiar with, and Andrea Martin, who's done a number of different things over the years. So also another maybe household name, you may have heard of her. But as far as Catherine O'Hara, she had an interesting bent on things. She had some very funny characters she would do. She had this one character called Lola Heatherton, who was this um, sort of singer, you know, uh, sort of in that, in that genre of um, singers who would have been around in the, in the 1970s who would do cabaret-type songs. So here's a clip of her doing that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a hearty welcome to the luscious Miss Lola Heatherton. And she did a number of other roles in the SCTV that were very clever um, and showed a lot of creative uh, bent to them. Like this one, where she was talking about milk of amnesia. Well, the kids are finally in bed, and frankly, I'm worn out. After a hard day, don't you wish you could just sit back, relax, and forget the trials and tribulations of the day? Well, I do. With Phillips, milk of amnesia. I just pour myself a snifter of Phillips, and I let the cares of the day float off to I don't know where. Mmm. It tastes so good, too, like... Oh, I don't know, like, um... Something you tasted once a long time ago. <laughs> Phillips, um... You know, um... Phillips, uh, it helps you forget why you took it. <laughs> and it also helps, um... Do other stuff, too. <laughs> um... I think I'll take some now before I forget. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> that's, um... <laughs> what was I saying? Where... <laughs> Catherine O'Hara went on to star in other films, such as Home Alone. She was the mom in that film. I am trying to get home to my eight-year-old son. And probably she's best known for Beetlejuice. If you don't let me gut out this house and make it my own, I will go insane and I will take you with me! Eugene Levy. He's another comedic talent who you've seen around in different things. You, you would recognize him in various parts. But when he was in SCTV, his most famous, famous part was probably as Earl Camembert. He was the network news anchor. And it was, he was hilarious. The things that he would say were just so ridiculous and outlandish and the way he dressed. Just really funny. I'm Floyd Robertson. And I'm Earl Cannonbear. And this is the SCTV AM News Today. Today's top story, writers for the three major wire services, AP, UPI, and Reuters, went on strike, causing a news blackout for major newspapers and television stations. Now, here with details of that is Earl. I don't need details, Floyd. They went on strike. There's no uh, wire services. I couldn't get any information. I didn't have anything. Why? How could I have anything? 
They're on strike. Are you deaf? They're on strike. So I'm a journalist. I'm not a writer. I'm not a fiction writer. I'm a damn good journalist. Who says? He did a number of other parts, too, where he'd just get in there and have some fun and be this caricature sometimes. He was a, a stand-up uh, lounge singer a few times. And then also, he used to host a couple of game shows along the way. And this one's pretty funny. Margaret Meehan and this one is actually played by Catherine O'Hara. So the, the interplay is still there. the game of academic achievement. Competing today are students from Parkdale High, Margaret Meehan, Peter Townsend, and James Bridgman, and students from St. Anthony's Collegiate, Leonard Mandel, Kathy Mitzen, and Bruce Moffat. Now, each school will have a chance to answer several skill testing questions, and at the end of the game, the school totaling the most points will win the game, and also a $250 scholarship to the university of their choice. Now, let's start the game. The first question worth 20 points, and the subject is authors. Margaret Meehan, Parkdale. Henry Miller. I'm sorry, Margaret. Let me please uh, finish the question first, all right? Uh, what famous... Margaret Meehan, Parkdale. Victor Hugo. Oh, I'm sorry, Margaret. If you just uh, let me finish the question first, see how it works. Okay. What famous humorist... <laughs> Margaret Meehan, Parkdale. Jerry Lewis. Margaret, I'll have to ask you to please let me finish the question before answering, because that answer was extremely wrong. The next question, the topic... Music. <laughs> Margaret Meehan, Parkdale. The Beatles. Margaret, I will have to ask you to keep your grubby fingers off the buzzer until I finish asking the question, all right? Please, now, name the following piece of music. Margaret Meehan, Parkdale. Love to love you, baby. Did I not just say don't buzz until I finish asking the question? Didn't I just say that? I thought you were finished. No, I'm not. I'm not finished. You haven't even heard the music yet. Levy, of course, went on to uh, be in other films. He played mainly background characters. In the movie Splash, he was one of the scientists who was trying to find Daryl Hannah's mermaid character. And one of my favorite lines from that movie is this one. We're not going. We're just, we're taking the boat. We're going. We're not going out there. Oh, what? Uh, have you seen anyone else along this beach? No, just me and the moron twins. We're not twins. And you may remember him from the movie American Pie, too. He played the dad, and he was great in this part, talking to his son about relationships and so forth. But probably the greatest line was this one, where he's talking to his son about the apple pie. Well, we'll just tell your mother that, uh, that uh, we ate it all. And if you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. And by the way, both O'Hara and Levy went on to star in a highly acclaimed and Emmy-nominated show called Schitt's Creek. So in any event, Disney went out and they filmed new scenes for the entirety of Canada Far and Wide. They got some great shots and views of Canadian landscapes and different cityscapes and so forth. And it's really nice. It's very beautiful the way they do the nine cameras just as they had in the past, except now everything is digital. So I present to you the audio from... Canada, far and wide, from the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. Hello everyone and welcome to our Circle Vision 360 Theater. For your comfort, we have provided you with leaning rails, but we kindly ask that you do not sit, 
stand or swing on them. If you need to exit the theater at any time, you may do so by using those doors to my left, to my right, opposite the ones you entered through. And as a final courtesy to those around you, we ask that you dim and silence all electronic devices and refrain from the use of flash photography and video lighting while in our theater. On behalf of myself and the entire Canadian Pavilion, I am proud to present to you Canada Far and Wide. Legend says the word Canada comes from Kanata, the Huron Iroquois word for village. And although those early villages have grown into our modern provinces, Canada has remained a cultural mosaic, a place where you can keep and nurture your language and traditions while embracing the future. All of which has made Canada one of the most diverse, modern, and natural places on the globe. So settle in as we take you on a journey far and wide across five regions, six time zones, and 5,700 miles. Or as we like to say in Canada, 9,300 kilometers. Because we have the metric system up here, you know. We begin on the East Coast in Nova Scotia with one of our true Canadian treasures, the Blue Nose. She not only looks impressive, she can move too. The Blue Nose was once the world's fastest racing schooner. The Atlantic provinces are well known for their historical towns and traditions, as well as some of the most musical Canadian accents you'll find anywhere in the country. Just west of the Atlantic in central Canada, you'll hear lots of French accents because French is an official language spoken here. Quebec City is one of North America's oldest metropolises, a perfect blending of old world meets new. Its southern neighbor, Montreal, blends over 350 years of multicultural heritage with stunning architecture. And it's the second largest French-speaking city internationally after Paris. Natural Mall, both cities offer lots for you to explore and discover. city, Ottawa, a city of museums, festivals, and celebrations. Oh, and in the winter, don't miss your chance to ice skate on the Rideau Canal. Always a good time. The Thousand Islands Suspension Bridge straddles Canada and the United States across the St. Lawrence River. It's just one of our many natural U.S.-Canadian connections. Niagara Falls is another. And as any self-respecting Canadian will tell you, our falls are bigger than the American falls. But they're both really spectacular. That's true. Continuing west of our way bigger falls, is the provincial capital, the great city of Toronto. 
one of the largest cities in North America, and in my opinion, one of Canada's best. Did I mention I'm from there? Did I mention the Toronto Raptors? The North has made history! Let's move on to our third region, the Prairie Provinces. With the Rocky Mountains on one side and the prairies on the other, Calgary is absolutely gorgeous and one of today's most exciting modern cities. Cowboy hats are proper dinner attire in a region where horse and ranch culture still thrive. As does the annual Calgary Stampede, a spectacle that's been charging along for over a hundred years. Just outside Calgary, the great outdoors become even greater, with activities for every skill and thrill level. And I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge our deep love of a hobby. For many Canadians, it's a way of life. And a way of life for our dentists, too. <laughs> I have to admit, in Canada, things can get pretty wild. Actually, very wild. different environments. The valley's temperate climate is ideal for growing grapes in our wine country. And you'll also find Canada's only desert region. Yes, Canada actually has a desert. Now grab your coats because we're heading toward the snowy peaks of Whistler. Mountain, you'll find opportunities for almost every winter sport imaginable. Say, are you a fan of heli-skiing? Heli, yes. As long as I'm not the one doing it. Fortunately, it's just one of the many ways to experience these majestic mountains, which were home to much of the 2010 Vancouver Olympics. <laughs> to the Pacific Ocean. There's more vitality and culture here than you can shake a Canadian maple leaf at. Cathedral Grove, one of my favorite Vancouver spots. Some of these trees are 250 feet tall. Trees that have been nurtured by Canada's indigenous people for centuries. Canada is home to numerous First Nations peoples. A wonderful portrait of multicultural diversity. Our fifth and final region is the North, divided into Yukon, Northwest Territories, and Nunavut. For countless generations of families, this majestic home has provided a traditional lifestyle. 
that's just a glimpse of our Canada far and wide. We hope you know now why we love it so much. Not just for the natural beauty, but for the people who make it so special. And the best way to really know this country is to experience it yourself. So come visit our Canada. We'd love to have you. That is my show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now.
Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. 